What is going on, everybody? My name is Matteo Bellardo, and I'm here bringing you my first ever podcast. Now, in today's podcast, it's all about video games. And we're going to be talking all about Fortnite, uh, RDR2, Red Dead Redemption 2, and some Black Ops 4. Now, as far as Fortnite goes, what do you guys think about the new update? Season 7 is looking pretty great right now. We got planes. We got a snowy mountain. We got all types of stuff coming out for that season. We got snowman, weapon skins, all this good stuff that we always wanted, and now we finally get it. Now, I, personally, I think that the planes are awesome. But yeah, I just want to start talking about some of the small stuff that we had coming, like the hamster running on the wheel when you run. I think that the whole battle pass so far is just going to be a really good one, and that's really all I wanted to talk about for Fortnite. But moving on to Red Dead Redemption 2... That game is absolutely amazing. Rockstar did an amazing job with that game. If you go around and you just start looking at the map, you'll really start to appreciate what the landscape looks like. Especially if you go to that snow area and you go to the mountain, you can look over the whole entire map. Like you can see above the clouds and see the sun above the clouds if it's a cloudy day. And you could see all over the place and it's absolutely beautiful. And just see how beautiful everything is. Like, it is absolutely spectacular. The story mode is amazing. The the online mode is absolutely awesome. But we see Arthur die. Arthur is gone now. Like, that is such a sad thing to see. Because you played as him throughout the whole story. You were him throughout the whole entire thing. The only thing you were... The only time you were a different character is when you were John Marston in the epilogue. But besides that, you were always Arthur. He was our main guy, our main man, and we just watched him die. But there are multiple ways to watch him die. You can either, one, have low honor and go help John escape the escape from the Pinkertons. Or you can have high honor and do the same exact thing. Or you could have low honor and go for the money in Blackwater. Or you could have high honor and go for the money in Blackwater. Now, what you're actually supposed to do for the good ending is go for the high honor and go for the money in Blackwater. You will get the good ending, and it should be um, you and Micah in a knife fight. And at the end of the knife fight, there's a cutscene showing Dutch coming out of a cave or coming around a corner. I forget which one it is. But basically, Micah gets caught with ratting out the whole entire gang because Arthur found out in a previous mission what was going on and ratted out Micah for what he did. And I honestly think that he deserved. And I'm so glad that Arthur said something at the very end when Dutch was there because that ruined his whole entire survival of the fittest plan that he had going, which he ex described in the sort of the beginning of the game. It's heartbreaking seeing Arthur die like that. I, I did not want to see him go like that. But when you got to go, you got to go, right? Anyway, online mode is coming out with the... Um, you can set up your own gang. You can name your gang. And you can go around doing all the, all the missions with your friends. Or you can go by yourself. It doesn't really matter. And it's just a, such a great game to play. And I think everybody that's watching this right now should go at least check it out. Watch a video or two on it because there's so much that you can do. So much you can see. That is it for Red Dead for now. And moving on to Black Ops 4. Now for Black Ops 4, I'm going to be talking about all the specialists. Their specialist ability and their specialist equipment. 
Starting off, we are gonna go with Ruin. Ruin, and what Ruin basically has is a grappling hook and his gravity slam. Now, what the grappling hook does on a limited range, you can grapple onto any surface and it'll carry you all the way over to that spot that you targeted. And with his gravity slam, it basically is like the gravity spikes from Black Ops 3, if you guys don't know what those are. They're like gravity impact devices that are used to hit, impact the ground and kills any nearby players that are within the radius. One way you can combine these two is you can use the grappling hook and jump off of it early and then use the gravity spike or the gravity slam, I'm sorry. And you can, you can honestly, if you really plan that out correctly, you could take out the whole team. Say you're in a game of hard point or domination, you can use the grappling hook and climb and climb your way over there and just use the gravity slam right after that and you end up killing the whole entire team if they're on that point or if so yeah it's a very deadly combo if you know how to use it correctly but moving on we got battery battery uses a cluster grenade as her specialist equipment and the grenade launcher from black ops 3 as her specialist ability or weapon whatever you want to call it but the way the cluster grenade works is you throw a grenade and it acts as a regular grenade. It's a sticky grenade, actually. And it explodes into little mini grenades that do fairly a good amount of damage. Like, you can take out a whole squad. Again, say they're on a domination or a hard point match. And they're all on the one point. You can take that cluster grenade. And if you stick one guy, it's basically game over for the rest of the team if he's in the middle. Because those things will spread out. And basically target all the other teammates, all his other teammates, and wipe them out with the grenade. So it's a very useful tool to have. And the grenade launcher, that thing is just an overpowered. But I still use it, so I can't really talk that much. But um, it is a very good weapon, I guess you could say. It is overpowered, and they should nerf it a little bit. But what are you going to do, right? You can't really change it because it's a grenade launcher. It's supposed to explode on impact or after a little slight travel. and So there's not much nerfing that can be done to the actual weapon. But anyway, moving on to one of the newer characters, we're going to go with Ajax. Now Ajax uses a 9-bang flashbang and it can be charged 3 times to give 9 flashes. And his specialist weapon or specialist ability is a shield that has a holster that can shoot through the shield. What? This is the most overpowered thing in the world. Like, how are you supposed to defend against that? The only way you can actually kill the guy is if you're behind him or if you're battery with the cluster grenade and or the grenade launcher. There is no other way to kill him. You can shoot a rocket launcher, but you're in the middle of a gunfight. How is the... Where are the odds of you shooting it right in next to his feet, behind, right next to him, at his feet, and able to get that one-shot kill? It is very slim. And if you miss that one shot, it takes a while to reload a rocket. So he's already going to be spraying you, and you're already done. You're going to be dead, and there's no winning against it. But moving on, next on the list, we have Recon. Now, Recon has a thing called a sensor dart. And what that is, it kind of acts as a UAV in a small surrounding area. So wherever you shoot it, there's a small radius that will let you see opponents for a certain amount of time. I believe it's 30 to 45 seconds. And his specialist ability is kind of like... Um, 
Outriders, Outriders, um, specialist ability. It's like a, uh, vision pulse. So what that basically does is it highlights all the opponents on the map and it lets you see where they are and what direction they're facing, what direction they're going and exactly what they're doing at for about for as long as the specialist is alive or it, or if the time runs out on the ability. And this is very useful for search and destroy. This is very useful for basically any game mode because you can go around and you can go on a nice killing spree and get some nice score streaks going with this one ability and it use and it's for everybody the the ability affects everybody on your team and everybody's allowed to see where the whole opposing team is and it's very useful for a group match and he's like a key aspect for every single team next we have Seraph and what Seraph has is her attack deploy beacon which in my opinion is not that good because if you put it too far up, opponents can destroy it. And if you put it too far back, you're basically just having another spawn. Like that's all that is. You can't put it too close. You can't put it too far either. So it's basically useless. But her specialist weapon is the Annihilator pistol from Black Ops 3. It's just exactly that. That's all there is to it. And it's a one-shot kill when it has about eight shots in it. So it's basically just from Black Ops 3. Nothing big change with her. But next on our list, we have Firebreak. And what Firebreak is, is the same thing as Black Ops 3. He has the flamethrower, but he has this uh, specialist equipment. It's like a radiation cylinder. And what it does is it's it has about the same radius. No, it does not have the same radius. It is It sets off radiation in a certain area. Or a certain radius of the and that core being the center, and what it does is it melts. It basically, um, basically depletes the opposing team's health if they're caught in this circle, and they won't be allowed to heal for a certain amount of time until this radiation dissipates or goes away from them. So it is very useful for to get a uh, quick kills. And it lasts for a while. It does last for a long time. But the flamethrower, it's kind of like the same from Black Ops 3. This this one is uh, not as high tech and does not reach the same amount. But it does one shot. You do not need to have like the three hit markers and then the kill. It's a one. If as long as the flame touches him, then you are then he's gone. He's dead. But Next on our list, we have Nomad, and what Nomad has is completely different from what he used to have in Black Ops 3. And what he has is mesh mines and a canine unit as his specialist weapon. Now, be in mind, Black Ops 4 does take place before Black Ops 3, so a lot of these characters are just um, non-upgraded and is kind of like a basic version of themselves. Until Black Ops 3 comes around. And that comes in a future timeline. But the, what the mesh mines do. Is you can take the mesh mines. And set them up as like traps. And you can connect two together. To make one trip wire. And it explodes. If an, if an enemy comes in contact with it. It will explode and kill him. And his dog. 
will eat bullets like no tomorrow. He eats bullets nonstop. It takes about one and a half clips just to kill that dog. And he can go on a spree and uh, killing enemies left and right and is absolutely ridiculous. And he is probably one of my favorite characters in the whole game. Moving on, we have Prophet, and Prophet is not what I expected. I understand that in Black Ops 3, he has a bunch of mechanical and robotic parts. In this part, he doesn't have that many robotic parts. He doesn't, he barely even has his robotic arms. I don't even believe he has robotic arms. What he has, though, is a seeker drone, which basically what that is, it's a drone that run that runs around until it locks onto an enemy and shocks him for a certain amount of time. You can get out of it, but the but the uh, the time span you have to get out of it is very small and it is very difficult to get out of. And the only other way you can get out of it is if your teammate shoots it or if you shoot it, if you're lucky enough to be looking at it when you get shocked or you die. That is that is the only other way you can get out of that. And his specialist weapon is a sniper that shoots electric shots. And each shot takes about half of your health. So if he shoots you twice with it, it's just a death instead of you laying on the floor being paralyzed. But overall, he's a pretty good character. I do like him. The Seeker Drone, I feel the time span to get out of it should be a little bit higher than what it is now. Because it is almost impossible to get out of it. They nerfed it. They buffed it a little bit. So that way you can get out of it a little bit quicker. But it's still way too quick for a lot of players to get out of it. And I believe that they should just buff it just a tad bit more. And it'd be a lot Profit would be a lot more played. Because a lot of people find him to be a cheap player because of this uh, specialist equipment. And I believe that he would be used a lot more if this was buffed just a tad bit. Next on our list, we have Crash, and what Crash is, is he's basically a medic. If you play the backstory for him, he does take a bullet out of a guy's uh, stomach area, and he does help him uh, get better, so he is considered the medic. But what he has is, and he his specialist ability basically throws that out there too, because what that does is it gives the all players, instead of 150 health, it gives them 200 health. And it is pretty useful, but I feel like it should go up a little bit more, maybe like 25 more, because it doesn't really show that it's working. It I like every time I get a crash on my team and I get that plus, I get that plus 50 health. I'm usually I I usually it's no difference for me honestly, because I, and whenever I get in the gunfights, you lose health so fast if you're not positioned the right way. You can end up dying after like four shots with any gun, with any gun possible. And I feel that a buff should be incorporated into his specialist ability just a little bit. But his specialist equipment is an assault pack and you get points for the, if you pick up the assault pack and it gives you like 25 extra points per kill and it drop and what the assault pack is, it drops ammo for everybody to use and it's there for about a minute to a minute and a half and it's always there to for you to pick up ammo there is no limit to the ammo and is it's a pretty good class to use it is very good if you're using weapons such as the spitfire if you have wildfire equipped on that gun it is very useful to use the assault pack with and he's a pretty useful character i like him a lot of people in the community like him 
and he's a really I think he's a good character. But moving on, last but not least, Torque, the camping king. This guy uses barricades and barbed wire. His specialist equipment is the barbed wire and the only way you are going to get past this is if you jump over it or you destroy it. If you're if it's set up in a hallway, you will only be able to get past it if you jump over it or if you break it. It takes about a clip to a clip and a half to break depending on the gun. And his specialist ability or weapon, I guess you could say, is a um it is a barricade. And what this barricade is is a has a built-in guardian on it. So you're basically stuck there if you get caught in it. It doesn't have a very long range with it, but it can still cause massive damage and kill you if you are not getting out of it as quick as you can. Same thing with the barbed wire. The barbed wire does crazy amounts of damage, and they will both kill you very, very Very campy in my opinion, and I don't think that I would ever use this character. I used him one time, and that's how I found out that the barricade, the barricade actually has a guardian on it. And I, I honestly don't think I will ever use him again just for the fact being that he is, his abilities are used for campers. And, the, and one of the best ways to use this guy is if you set up a barricade on the one map with the church on it, like the hole in the church, and you set up in that little tree house across the hole from the church, you can set up a barbed wire on one doorway another barbed wire on another doorway and put your guardian on the main doorway that comes from the backside and you can just sit there and get kills from these things or unless they break which they won't because you because the other team will be too busy trying to run inside and climb on top of the balcony that they won't even notice that the barbed wire is even there until after a death or two depending on if the player is good at remembering or not but He's a very campy class and I would not recommend him if you're not if you're not a camper. If you are a camper, go for it, but you are going to get some hate messages. Don't say I didn't warn you cuz I am right now and it's just a really crappy But anyway, guys, this is all the time I have for this podcast. Next next podcast, we're probably going to be talking about Blackout and all the new stuff that could be coming out for Blackout. And we're going to be talking more about Fortnite and what's coming and what's going to happen to the whole Ice Castle. But make sure you stick around for that. Tune in next time. And if you guys want, you guys can go check out my Instagram. It's called ThePenguinGamer935. You guys can go check that out. And then you guys can go click the link in my bio. It has my whole blog. I got some nice clips on there. I have a uh, Black Ops 4 clip on Blackout. I have a... uh, a uh, Fortnite clip, and they are all pretty nice. So I hope you guys had a great time listening into this, and I hope to see you guys soon. Catch you all later.